What is good, everybody? Welcome to another crossover podcast here on the Niners Nation Podcast Network. I am Rob Stats Guerrero. It is week number eight, so we are going to be talking about the Los Angeles Rams with Kenny Arthur of Turf Show Times. Before we do, I just want to remind everybody, please rate, review, follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. If you take the time to leave a review, I promise you we will read it on the show. Kenny, welcome to the program. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for having me. It feels like uh, this game was recent, and uh, here it is again. Yes, I didn't get to talk to you earlier in the year because I was under the weather, and I apologize for that. I always like to catch up during Rams Niners week. Uh, let's start on the positive. Tell me something good that has happened for the Rams since the last time they played the 49ers. I, I think, you know, the recent Cam Akers situation is probably good. I think... You know, the last time the Rams played the 49ers, it was pretty much the uh, beginning of the end, I think, for Cam Akers. It was really sort of his last chance to be the starter. The next week, uh, if I recall correctly, was uh, a game against the Cowboys where uh, Daryl Henderson had more snaps than Cam Akers, but had no carries. And Cam Akers, it just seems like his whole career was – it was a pretty obvious running situation when Cam Akers was in the game, and it kind of made the uh, offense a little less potent and threatening and uh, more one-dimensional. And so I think finally just moving past that, you know, that decision to have Cam Akers as the heir apparent uh, to the heir apparent, you know, just had to, the, the team had to move on, and, and Cam Akers had to move on, and they're going to try someone else, someone new, something the uh, 49ers are accustomed to these days. Uh, so I think that's probably a step forward to get some clarity on running back. However, uh, it still seems like the Rams have one of the, uh, you know, they need a running back, let's just say that. <laughs> Well, they did try and get Christian McCaffrey. Were you surprised when you heard that? Although it's the Rams, I feel like you should never be surprised at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Never be surprised. Because I, I would say I'm under other GMs or teams or whatever, I would say, yeah, that's surprising, you know. Um, but I think the Rams, you know, for one, they they want to be a, a star team, you know, with star players. And Christian McCaffrey certainly is a star player. And I just can't, you know, to give up so many draft picks at this point, it's clear that the Rams, the 49ers, this is the moment now. These two teams are deciding which of them is going to, you know, get back to the NFC Championship, if not both. You know, who knows what will happen over the course of the year. It's certainly uh, it's been a hard one to predict. So I think. Um, that it's uh, it's sort of just an interesting interesting time for for both teams. Do you think that? And we can we'll get back to the game in a second. But do you think the Rams try to make another big splash here before the trade deadline? Um. Well, you know they're 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 definitely I think going to get something for. Uh, Cam Akers, you know, uh, I don't know that they have any real leverage, 
Uh, maybe it'll just be a, a sixth or a seventh round pick or something like that just to move on. But I think enough teams out there are willing to take a chance on Cam Akers uh, for such a low cost. So I think something will happen there. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think that if the Rams were willing to part with four picks, just like the 49ers were for Christian McCaffrey, if that, if there's truth to that, then obviously they're out there looking for help. And I think an edge rusher is certainly a position of note. Um, and I think Bradley Chubb is a possibility, you know, for, for a team like the Rams, you know, and what they would be able to give up and what they would be willing to give up. Cause you know, like the 49ers, no first round pick next year. Um, so is less need ready to part with, you know, the 2024 first round pick, <laughs> you know, maybe the Rams haven't had a first round pick since Jared Goff. So it's uh, it's it's sort of uh, not surprising if that happens. Although, in my personal opinion, I think it's time to keep some picks and uh, try to get better. You know, and, blasphemy. Awesome, you know, I think you know it's uh, things are coming to a head too with these contracts. You can't keep pushing it out forever. Um, and the problem is, like when you miss, you miss really hard. You know, so it's like the amount that the Rams are paying to Allen Robinson and Leonard Floyd. I mean, these guys are not impact players. I mean, it's just not it hasn't been the case. And those guys are making 20 million dollars, you know, per year in some sort of terms, you know. So when you don't have those players hit, then you need good draft picks. And then the Rams draft picks have just not been very good and especially in the last couple of years there's just not those guys coming in and, and having an effect and impact on the team and people always say well you can just be patient with these guys and after four or five years they'll be decent starters or good starters or whatever you know what may have you but there are those special players that come in and are great from day one you know i can name four or five probably on the 49ers like fred warner and nick bosa just the Finding a special talent like Cooper Cup again has not happened. So, you know, keep some picks and, and try to get better in the draft, I say. But the Rams don't know how much longer they're going to have Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford and Jalen Ramsey. So that's another case to make a trade. Getting back to this game specifically with Stafford, I feel like coming into the year, there was all this talk about he's not healthy, his arm is messed up. I feel like that has kind of gone away. How does he look to you? I think that he still looks, I think he looks pretty similar, honestly, to, you know, in a lot of the ways that he played last season. I mean, he's still a very talented player uh, who can like do those no look, blah, 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 army angle type passes, whatever, all that fun stuff. You don't sound impressed. Well, no, I mean, it is impressive. It's just like, uh, I don't want to sound cliche, but it's like all the cliche good things. Matthew Stafford does those things. But then he kind of like, you know, does the the bad cliches too. And and that, that's sort of worked against him in the sense that um, everything was fine last year. He had 17 interceptions, but he also had 41 touchdown passes. You know, his numbers to me were not that much different than Mahomes and Allen. It was like, why are we nitpicking him unless it's just because he's Matthew Stafford, you know? So I thought that – I think he's playing similar to that, but, you know, it's a big issue that uh, Cooper Cup is is really the only threat. He's really the only player on offense, you know? Everything goes to him 
or it goes to Tyler Higby and Tyler Higby is just not a very exciting, you know, game changing player. Um, and, and then, like I said, Allen Robinson has been a complete free agent bust up to this point. Um, and I think that's more concerning because Allen Robinson, it's been a while since he was really, really good that we've seen. And we've kept on saying, well, it's because he's playing uh, for the bears or it's because he's hurt here and there. And it's just like, or maybe he just had a couple of great years and that's fine, but is it going to happen ever again? So, uh, not the Van Jefferson is reportedly, you know, going to come back. And, and I don't know, like to me again, I don't know. I've seen him be an impact player, but the Rams have no other options. You know, Tutu Atwell hasn't really produced. It's sort of like, like I said, all those draft picks that didn't quite produce up to uh, expectations. So uh, yeah, that's, I think Stafford doesn't have a lot of help right now. You hate to blame a supporting cast, but yeah, the offensive line has been in tatters and uh, Stafford is is certainly not playing well given the uh, circumstances. So there's a lot of 49er fans out there that are saying, well, you know, we always beat the Rams. We'll beat the Rams again. I'm not on that train. I'm a little nervous coming into this one. Doesn't look like Debo Samuel is going to play in the game. He didn't practice Wednesday. He didn't practice Thursday. We're recording this on Thursday night. If he doesn't go, I feel like everything is going to be on Christian McCaffrey if Debo doesn't go. And if he doesn't go, I feel like as a Rams fan is someone that covers the Rams you got to feel pretty good about your chances yeah you know I didn't really uh and I don't tend to usually think about games too much ahead of time I'm just I guess I'm just more like focused on you know individual players and, and storylines and stuff and then I, it takes me a while to think like oh who's gonna win you know and that didn't happen until today really and uh I did start to feel like oh you know I, I do feel like the Rams are gonna win this game I, I don't know that and I know people say like oh well obviously but no I mean like it's hard for me to the Rams haven't played good at all you know so how could they also um, play well against a 49ers team that you know outside of really last week and, and maybe the week before you know at least had a great defense like how are the Rams going to be able to score in this game you know no running game and like I said it, it's really just a you're on your third string or second string left tackle, your third string left guard, you're, you know, a street free agent at right guard, uh, Brian Allen probably coming back at center after missing, you know, for like a month. And it's kind of just been uh, a, a real mess for the offense. And the 49ers obviously have had a really good defense, but I do think just that, you know, with the bye week, with getting three or four hit players back, you know, I feel like the Rams will be feeling in a better position. Like I said, I think it's 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 maybe a little bit more ease between the coaching staff and the players to resolve this Cam Akers situation. And I do think like this will be a time that uh, the Rams show up and, and play well for once um, because they really have to. If the Rams lose this game, it's going to be very, very hard to climb back into the NFC West. Well, that was literally how I wanted to end this because I have said, I think that this decides the season for the loser. I think whoever loses this game, like loser leaves town, you're out of the NFC West. You may be out of the NFC playoff picture, although it's very, you know, we got a long way to go, so who knows. But I think if you lose this game, 
you're not winning the NFC West, both sides. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's it's really hard. I mean, I think that the uh, 49ers have a, more of an opportunity, you know, if they lose maybe, uh, just because of that, you know, that 0-2 hole that the, the Rams cannot face, you know, against the 49ers. And uh, and really, I think it would be, what, 1-2 and two in the division, and, and the 49ers would be 2-1 and one or whatever in the division. No, 3-0. 3-0. Well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. And so I think the Rams, it would be really, really bad to uh, lose. And I think the 49ers would be really bad to lose, too. Although, uh, Rob, I was, you know, reminiscing about how the 49ers were, what, 2-5 and five last season. So you just never uh, know, right? But I, I've been hearing that a lot this week. Oh, like, I'm sure, yeah, you probably have heard that a lot this week. Oh, we were three and five last year. It's like you can't count on just going seven and two on the back part of the season. Like, and it shouldn't it shouldn't take you getting to three and five before you, you know, get your stuff together and get into gear. And and I just feel like that is almost causing them to be to, to not have as much urgency as I think that they should have. And I've argued that maybe the Rams don't quite have the same amount of urgency because you just won a Super Bowl last year. Is there kind of a feeling of like you're playing with house money this year? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't feel that way. I feel like I feel like it's more in the sense, especially now, especially it's now actually getting a good sense of uh, failure kind of in the first six weeks. Um, you start to get the sense that like, if you don't make the playoffs, if you don't, uh, you know, contend, look like a good team, especially now when the whole NFC is up for grabs, you know, uh, it's like, if you can't step up and, and play well, um, at this point, well, then what is the, are they going to say that the last Super Bowl didn't count, you know, that, that it wasn't, that it was fluke, you know, mm. because, like it's pretty much, you know, the whole thing was run it back. These are the same players. They have the same opportunity for the most part, the same players, you know. Um, but if the guys that came in were Von Miller and OBJ and then uh, the guys that left were Von Miller and OBJ and you didn't play as well before and after, you know, then that'll be pretty good for uh, the resumes of uh, Von Miller and OBJ, I guess. Cause right now it's feeling like, the two players that the Rams need are an edge rusher and a wide receiver. So uh, that's going to show up. And yeah, I, I mean, it really is um, hard to rely on, you know, some team right now that looks bad is going to make a deep playoff run, but we don't know who it is. Um, and so you don't want to rely on having to be that team. That's for sure. Are the Rams going to bring OBJ back? I mean, if I mean, if you were OBJ, it, it, is this you know the place to be? You That's know, fair. Is, is this the team that you want to you know join right now? Um, I feel like I did have a uh, idea earlier of who that where he would be a good fit, but now I can't think of it, and it's probably one <laughs> of the uh, you know one of the classic teams that needs someone. You know, Chiefs. Although they made a move today for Kadarius Tony, so who knows? But look, I'm kind of sort of holding out hope for OBJ, but I agree. Like you, you kind of have to win to, to kind of make it worth his while. Well, Kenny, I what are you? What, what are the 49ers? Uh, what is their biggest need right now? Uh, like they need, I don't know, Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. Like to, <laughs> that's a topical reference. Um, <laughs> they need health. 
really. I mean, everybody is hurt. They're missing they're missing Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead in the middle of that defensive line, which is huge for them because they've been getting gashed on the ground. Offenses have been able to, to stay ahead of the chains, and so they're always on, you know, third and four, third and three, and that's a lot harder to make those stops, and that has really, really hurt them. Even just injuries everywhere. Debo Samuel mm-hmm. is now banged up. Jimmy Ward's playing with a cast on his hand. They lost Emmanuel Mosley for the whole year, so their cornerback situation. People are, are, are trying to do voodoo dances and seances to try and get Jason Verrett up and ready to go. Like, it's just it's health is their biggest need. Who do you think is uh, pushed more all in on this season, the 49ers mm. or the Rams? It's a good question. Um, I think it's almost the 49ers. You know, they have like 35 free agents after the year. The McCaffrey deal really pushes their chips in because they gave up a two, a three, a four, and a five next year. They don't have a first-round pick because that's the last first-round pick going to Miami because of the Trey Lance deal. Jimmy Garoppolo... It's probably not going to be back there. I've heard even if they win a Super Bowl, he might not be back. And who the hell knows what Trey Lance is going to be at this point? Nobody. Yeah. So it really feels like this is kind of an all-in for the Niners because there's going to be changes there. They're going to lose D'Amico Ryans most likely after the season. So this team could look a lot different in 2023. So I have to go with the Niners just because I feel like McVay will still be in L.A. Aaron yeah. Donald, we think, will still be there. Jalen Ramsey should still like the, the core parts of their team, Cooper Cup, they're going to be back. So I feel like the Niners are all in. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, that sounds, that sounds, yeah, I think you nailed it. I, Cause yeah, it's like, I was, you know, just thinking about the draft, you know, and, and then uh, just that the both teams, you know, I think the Rams have second and third round picks, but no one, four and five and the, the 49ers, they don't pick in the first, second, or third until you get to the two comp picks in the third round, right? Yep. So it's like there's no help coming in the draft next year for either <laughs> team. And you're right, you know, but I think to some degree there has to, you know, I said that Matthew Stafford, I think he still looks pretty good and all that kind of stuff. But to some degree, you know, at, at this point, the Rams are pretty much a bottom three passing team in the NFL. So, you know, we don't know what the hell is necessarily the cause of that. We can just make our best guess. So, you know, I, I do think, though, obviously the 49ers situation at quarterback, quarterback is who knows, whereas the Rams do have Stafford under contract and you would assume he's going to be fine. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of like that uncertainty of quarterback, if you were looking at it in the NFC West a year ago, you know, with Russell Wilson and Stafford joining and Trey Lance as a rookie, um, you would thought, you would have thought, wow, this whole division, these are going to be guys going to be competing forever. And we don't know about Lance Wilson's gone. Um, and Kyler he, looks terrible. Kyler looks terrible. And Geno Smith looks like the best. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That is a sentence I did not think I would be hearing in 2022. But right now, you're right. He does. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's uh, I mean, his story is unprecedented and everything else is uh, with with Brady and Rogers and scoring down. You know, who knows exactly uh, what's going on, but it maybe the defensive coordinators, you know, know what's going on. I don't know. It's been quite an interesting year, you know, so uh, 
I mean, what, I just can't even, I, I think all the time about what the situation is going to be with Trey Lance and, and coming into that team next year, obviously with championship aspirations again and doing pretty much the exact same thing that happened this year, which is wanting Trey Lance to win the job, but you're going to have to have another option in there that you like a lot, right? You have to just based on his injury history alone. I mean, he played very few, he played 10 quarters last year and was hurt twice, you know, and he got hurt this year in the first quarter of the second game of the season. So just from a pragmatic standpoint, you, you just have to have a viable option there. Cause you just don't know. Uh, it's yeah, it's going to be a very, very weird situation. The rest of this year is going to be weird. Next year is going to be weird. My last question for you. I know I said that like three questions ago, but now I mean it. <laughs> It looks like from what I'm hearing, there's going to be a heavy contingent of 49ers fans at SoFi again this week. Is that a big deal for the Rams? Are they used to it now? What is the kind of feeling there? You know, uh, that's another thought that I had today. And I just think like at this point, it, it just has to be acceptance, right? Like this is just acceptance. This is the situation in LA there's more 49ers fans maybe because, you know, there's been decades and decades of not just the 49ers existing up six hours up the road, um, but being, you know, at many times the most successful NFL team uh, in the NFL, you know, of all the NFL teams in the NFL, they were the most <laughs> successful. Um, and that's, that's fine. And, and I think like LA is a transplant town, um, but a lot of people grow up here and the Rams certainly have, I think, a lot of fans, um, but people also travel really well to L.A. They mm -hmm. always will. Um, 49ers fans always will, because like I said, it's just down the road. Um, so that's just a situation that, you know, has to be accepted and not fought off and being like, oh, you know, Rams, you got to show up this week. It's like this is just the situation. You right. Know? If so, they were going to show up, they would have. I mean, it's it's just like these are the people that buy tickets to the game between the 49ers and the Rams, and you just have to accept that up until, you know, who knows, maybe the Rams win another Super Bowl this year and another one, and then it's more like, you know, because I always well, think about how the Patriots were nothing special in my lifetime not long ago. You know, they were not a special organization whatsoever, and now they're top three. 100%. When I was growing up, you couldn't find a Patriot fan. And then Tom Brady came <laughs> along and ruined everything. Kenny <laughs> Arthur from Turf Show Times, our Rams community here at SB Nation. Thank you very much for the time. I wish you the worst of luck. <laughs> Same to you, Rob. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Kenny Arthur. I really appreciate him taking the time to join me on the show. That's going to do it for this edition of The Crossover. Just want to remind everybody one more time, don't forget to join us live after the game is over on the Niners Nation Facebook, YouTube, Twitter pages, and my Twitch page at Stats on Fire. Please follow me if you haven't done so already. We and Levin Black will be taking your questions, your comments, and reacting to everything that happened. Hopefully, the Niners have saved their season and enter the bye Four and three.